Welcome to Miyazaki and Me. I'm Kyle. And I'm the broken shell of the man that was once Shane. Yeah, Shane got his second vaccine shot uh, yesterday. I am, I'm death. I feel like death. But I watched this movie this morning, which felt like 17 years ago at this point. <laughs> so in this episode, we're going over... The uh, 2000 release of, uh, or 2002 release of The Cat Returns. Oh, I watched The Cat in the Hat Comes Back. The Mike, no, that's not the Mike Myers one. No, that was, The Cat in the Hat Comes Back was the, was a book, uh, the sequel to The Cat in the Hat book. Oh, that, I mean, either way, it doesn't sound good. I mean, it's, it was a, it was a uh, Dr. Seuss book. It was fine. Okay. It's fine. It's, it wasn't one of the ones where he went super like racist in the imagery. So <laughs> it wasn't the ones that were. I had one you know. of those. Books, oh actually. yeah, yeah. I had um the it all happened on Mulberry Street, and you know as a kid like I didn't notice it, and then I you know saw the stuff and went yeah no I can see why that's bad and why they don't want to make those ones anymore. Yeah, and but here's the thing: it's the publisher's decision. Yeah, it was the it was the Dr. Seuss estate that that chose to do it, not not not, uh, not anyone pressuring not them. Not Joe they Biden, ch- like people were yeah. saying. But um, so we might go on a few random tangents because of that, and uh, we're actually in the same room again. Uh, so if you hear an echo, uh, echo in our mics, echo, um, hey, it's because hey. we're literally sitting like next to each other on the couch. Yeah, we're trapped. Um, because we because we are because we are also both pro- in the process of moving, so it's like, hey, we have a laptop and two microphones. That's uh, that's what we got right now. One guy, two mics. No, that's not what it is. There's two guys, two guys, two mics, one laptop, two ah. turntables, and a microphone. Where it's at. Uh, but yeah, so so the cat returns came out in two thousand two. Uh, some other movies that came out in 2002. Uh, Eight Crazy Nights. Oh, uh, th- that's uh, that's where I got the term poopsicle from, which I say more often than I should. <laughs> uh, the the Hey Arnold movie. Uh, I never got terribly into Hey Arnold. I watched Neither... the show some, but I never watched the movie. Yeah, I didn't really like get into it too too much either. Uh, the the second Hunchback of Notre Dame film. I am just learning right now that there was a second Hunchback of Notre Dame. It though. was a uh, directed to uh, video DVD at that point, directed DVD release. I'm sure there was still some VHSs because I yeah, worked. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because I worked at Hollywood Video in 2004, or 2005, and that's when they were getting rid of the VHSs. So. Okay. Uh, but now, now we get to the the heavy hitters, uh, Ice Age. Never heard of it. I'm kidding. It's a it's a big movie that has Ray Romano. Yep, Ray Romano. Everyone knows it for Ray Romano and John Leguizamo. Uh, Lilo and Stitch. Uh, that also has Ray Romano. It does. No. I'm okay. I was lying. like, I uh, oddly enough, I have actually never seen Lilo and Stitch. He's the guy that goes. <laughs> if, since you haven't seen it, you don't know that I just did a perfect impression of Stitch. Uh, Treasure Planet. That's the one where they where that's the that's the. Uh, Long John Silver, uh, uh, Treasure Island story, but done like in space, right? Yeah, in space. Yeah. I actually never watched that one. I never saw that one, nor did I see Atlantis, which I hear are both actually very both good. actually very good. But they also felt very samey. Yeah, they they looked very similar when I was seeing 
uh, saw previews or images from it. So I don't know. And I, they, they also both seemed pretty similar to, and this is a very different movie, but Titan AE. Um, and mm-hmm. I remember, and I liked Titan AE a lot and I just went, ah, I saw that one. I don't need to see the other two. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, that, that would happen. Uh, and then, uh, a little movie that ended up being the winner of the Academy Award for, uh, best, uh, animated motion picture this year. Uh, that was Finding Nemo. Did they ever find him? Uh, yes, but then they lost him again in the sequel. No, they lost Dory. Oh, they in lost the Dory in the sequel. Okay. Yeah, they lost the woman that like yells and is really mean to her uh, to her employees. crew. Yeah. yeah, and then has like awkward interviews with people on that everyone thinks is a joke, but then like you get behind stage and you're like, yeah, that wasn't a joke. That was weird. <laughs> you should have seen the temperature behind stage when she like confronted Dakota Johnson about not being invited to her birthday. Uh, in in on the TV side. Uh, some some fun stuff. Kim Possible started in 2002. I have literally never watched a single episode of that show. Wow. How? I've watched episodes of that. And, I, and this was like Finding Nemo was the thing that got me back um, from back, my baby. from my uh, I'm too old and too uh, too like mature to watch these cartoons <laughs> stage. I never hit that stage. Yeah, I'm an idiot though. So, <laughs> you know, so this would have been yeah, like 16 year old me. So it was like, oh no, I'm I'm too old. And then the video release of Finding Nemo, and it's like, all right, this movie is actually really good. So uh, I'll shut up now. I do think I went through a couple of years where I didn't watch any like TV show cartoons though, like Kim Possible as being one of them. Um, there's like an era in the early 2000s that like everyone talks about loving th- loving cartoons like Kim Possible, uh, Kids Next Door. Yeah, Ed, um, Ed, Ed and Eddie. Well, Ed, Ed and Eddie was earlier. That was 90s. Oh, was yeah, I, I I watched Ed, Ed and Eddie. Um, but uh, the Fairly Odd Parents I think started around that time. I yeah, never, yeah, I never I got into that's, that either. That's right. Yeah, Jimmy Neutron. Like all these things. Like I never watched because like I was still I was still all about watching the movies. Yeah. Um. But I never. But I was just like, yeah, no, I don't need to watch these all these TV shows because th- that I felt too old for, which was a mistake. Oh, Avatar was also around the same time, and I got into it late because of that. So like, okay, I didn't yeah, yeah, yeah. Avatar is Avatar. Yeah, Avatar is later. Um, I think Avatar is like oh four, but but I I didn't get into it until I was in college because it was one of those things where it was like oh no I it, it was on Nickelodeon like no, nothing good nothing's good on Nickelodeon since Rocco's Modern Life, but and and uh but oddly enough even though I said I was in that phase uh one of the things that that started and also ended this year uh in two thousand two uh that I did watch and love. Uh, was Clone High. Okay, so that was different, though, because that was straight <laughs> up, like, billed as, like, an adult's cartoon on yeah. MTV. Uh, and, of course, you were into it. Everyone was into Clone High. Clone High was amazing. And, and you they're know, bringing it back? Question mark? I mean, now they, that the creators are successful, yeah, sure, why not? They've talked about it, I know. At least, I think they talked about doing a movie, but I think it's going to be, like, a... If knowing how things are going now, it'll probably be on one of the Paramount Plus or 
some some streaming service that nobody actually watches that they want to get people to pay money yeah, for. Which at least like I'm happy um, uh, dating this. Uh, I think yesterday that came out. Uh, Netflix gave Ryan Johnson four hundred and fifty million dollars yep. for the uh, for the uh, Knives Out sequel. Yeah, for Ra- Knives Out two and three. Oh, sweet. Okay. Yeah, and and uh, I was gonna say that's that feels like way too much of a budget for for one movie. Part of the deal was also hiring on Ryan Johnson to direct both of them and Daniel Craig to star in both of them. Okay, perfect. So. Which is exactly what you need. That like, is exactly what you they, need. They're yeah. literally the only two people that need to return. Yes. So, so that's exciting. So, yeah. But at least that's Netflix. So that will be... Viewable. You know, <laughs> doable and and actually watchable. Like, I at this point, I trust Disney plus Netflix, like Amazon and HBO Max. Those I'll keep paying for. Everything else can fall off. I don't care. Yeah. Um, Max, Netflix. I, I, I'm Hulu's fine for stuff that... The problem with Hulu is that I feel like most of the things that you get on there that are exclusive on there aren't going to be exclusive on there for long. Like, you know, right now Brooklyn Nine-Nine is the show I'm watching on there, and I feel like that's going to pop up somewhere else soon because everything that's been on Hulu has been shown up on Netflix sooner or later. I, I, I feel like, you know, Community used to just be on Hulu, and then it was on And then it was on Netflix, Netflix as well. So. Um, but uh, so I cannot keep my mind straight. Wow, we are yeah. all over the place. No, that's that's okay. This was, This will be a preview of the podcast that we do once Miyazaki and me is over. Yeah. <laughs> um, spoilers. There's probably going to be a podcast I do after Miyazaki and me is over. Yeah. Uh, and uh, but yeah, Cat Returns came out in 2002. Uh, my my initial thoughts is this is exactly what I was worried that Whisper of the Heart was going to be. Yeah. But not in a fully bad way. No, I mean, this is what I expected this one to be, um, because I knew it was a spiritual sequel, not a full sequel. So I figured, especially with the title, that it would be about the character of the cat uh, who is barely in Whisper of the Heart uh, as an actual and like barely in character. this movie, too. He's in half of it. I mean, the, yeah, eventually he gets in it. Yeah, um, yeah it is a little bit of a slow start, um, but. You know, it's it's it felt like a TV movie. It was it was the length of a TV movie. Um, yeah, it was only it was, it was only hour like and fifteen hour and fifteen. Yeah, I think it was released in theaters, but yeah, only an hour fifteen. Um, oh yeah, box office fifty four million um, on a budget of twenty. So successful movie. Yeah, successful. Unsurprising uh, for Ghibli. I mean, it wasn't bad. It was sweet in parts. Um, it was my absolute nightmare. It was. Oh yeah, there were so many cats. Literal nightmares of mine. Yeah. Like, you suddenly things happen and you look outside and there's cats swarmed everywhere. I'm like, ah, no, get out of here, boo. <laughs> but uh, but it was it was sweet. It had some heart warmth to it. I really actually really enjoyed the character growth of the lead uh uh the lead uh, uh woman. Yeah, um, the lead uh young woman because she. 
at the end there, like, they set up this whole thing of, like, oh, the boy you've been crushing on, single now. And she's like, oh, that sucks for them. They were a good couple. And they're like, oh, you're not, you're not, like, all, like, I'm going to go get that boy. And she's like, no. Yeah, it's like, no. It's, like, I'd I'd be interested if he was interested, but uh, don't, no don't care but she's also that like much. i got this whole cat fetish thing going on now that's gonna be real weird uh so that's gonna that's gonna really <laughs> stick with me the rest of my life um that's <laughs> everyone else is gonna have to deal with because like the last time she sees the cat uh the baron uh she's all like i think i'm falling for you and the baron's like you're cool too i guess and then he's <laughs> then, then he flies he, does a kick flip does, does a does a does a uh 720 off the <laughs> off the top rope and then pieces out and says like i'll never see you again uh except he's like you if you ever need me call me no matter where you are no matter how far but like honestly it's like yeah, you're never gonna see him again yeah yeah there there's no the cat returns again yet yeah the, the, there's no the 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 cat comes back twice um but yeah i mean it's it's a uh, it's a solid joint. Like it's it's not it's nothing it's nothing special. Like, you know, it's no kikis or it's no whispers of the heart. Um Yeah, like honestly, it, it, that that that's that's probably the 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 worst thing about it is the fact that it is, you know, a spiritual sequel to Whisper of the Heart. And honestly, Whisper of the Heart's been the biggest surprise for me of going through these because it was like I it was such a pleasant surprise and it was so good and like unexpectedly that I was I was hoping for much of the same and we got a little bit of it but we also got we got a lot more whimsy Mm -hmm. um it was it was very much more of a fairy tale um, like I said, what what I thought from the trailers and everything I'd heard about Whisper of the Heart was it was going to be, you know, she meets this cat, like she sees this cat doll and then she, uh, you know, goes into either dreams or an Alice in Wonderland style, you know, thing of like going into these adventures with the cat but then it ended up actually being a story about creativity and following your passion mm-hmm. and you get a little bit of that in this film as well but it it was it was approached a different way you know and and it was a way I didn't love quite as much uh I'm just learning now by looking at some fun facts of this one that this movie started when Studio Ghibli received a proposal from a Japanese theme park to make a 20-minute animation starring cats. Um, and it was supposed to originally just be a mate, a straight-to-video uh, short. Um, but okay. after uh, Suzuki saw the storyboards from uh, uh, Hiro- Hiroyuki uh, Moriota... Um, yep, who who is the director, yep. Yep, yep, he convinced uh, Hayao to... to, uh, to plan it out into a cinematic release that's cool that's that's good to to know that they you know were, were able to expand something like that 
But then again, like I guess like Ocean Waves was kind of supposed to be the same thing. Like it was yes. supposed to start out as as a travel movie um and then it ended up being a TV movie. A TV movie. Um Yeah, the 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 fairy tale aspect of this was was nice to an extent, but I felt like they they uh dug into some tropes with some of the characters a little too too harsh uh, specifically the king um the king of cats who at first i was like oh i'm gonna love this character because he's just like hey groove it baby and i'm just like okay and then like he just gets worse and worse from there and i'm just like oh i just don't want this character to be on screen anymore um and you you recognize the voice right uh, or was it so processed that you didn't? Uh, was that who? who that was, was Mr. Tim Curry. Oh, that was Tim Curry. Yeah, the one, pr- the the uh, Haru, the lead character, was the voice. I kept going like, I recognize her. What is what? What is she from? Who is that? And I re- then I looked it up. It was like that was Anne Hathaway. It's okay. Anne Hathaway. Yeah, got it. Yep, that's why I recognized it. Yeah. Um, the voice cast for this one was t- like Peter Boyle's in this too. Like yeah, it's Peter, top like, notch. Peter Boyle and like, um, it it's a later scene, but like, I I just I know I knew exactly what I meant in my notes, um, because it's a scene where the Baron comes, uh, to a party to rescue Haru, uh, dressed up, masquerade, mm-hmm. and. All I had to put in my notes because of who the voice actor was to remember what scene I was talking about was unlike some other Robin Hoods, I can speak with an English accent. <laughs> and I was like, yep, nobody. It's, it's a disguise party scene. OK. Yep. Yep. And I just kept thinking men in tights the whole yep. time I was watching that. Uh uh, yeah, I mean, the other other really big actors in this uh, cast here were. Um, I mean, we said uh, we said Hathaway, El, uh, Carrie Elwes, um, Peter Boyle, um, Elliot Curry, Gould, Elliot Gould, um, Renee Abergenois, who is a really big voice actor. Uh, okay, who, uh, died last year, sadly. Oh, uh, Judy Greer. Yeah, it was Judy Greer. Was like, was she the friend or was she the uh, the other cat? She, uh, the other cat was Judy Greer. Okay, okay, yeah. that's what I thought. Um, the friend was Kristen Bell. Yes, yes, it was Kristen Bell. Yep. Yeah. Um, Andy Richter. Andy Richter, who was just Andy Richter. Yeah. <laughs> like, like the, the, I mean, uh, the mom from Buffy was also in it. Um, but, yeah, like, just a stacked voice cast, like, top to bottom, which is, you know expected from a disney uh release i suppose but like yeah. y- you don't you also just don't expect it like you don't look, look at well, but, but also this like, one and expect them to get all like who in their right mind decided in 2002 because i don't think everybody loves raymond had no everybody loved raymond had started right uh, i think i i don't know but the the u.s release was 2005 Okay, so so but, the, this ca- voice okay. cast in '05. So I guess Raymond got, was for sure going that. Okay, time. so I guess you've got Peter Boyle and the the Ocean movies had started by that point. Mm-hmm. So like Elliot Gould was kind of back on the radar, but it's like 
who decides to cast Peter Boyle and Elliot Gould out of like nowhere? Yeah. And yet it was great because they were just bickering old men, basically, yeah. but just in the body of a of a fat cat and uh, and, a and a crow. Bird. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it was great. And uh, I did I did write in my notes because uh, the uh, the the cat's name was uh, or what the cat referred to himself as was Muta. And it's like, who's ever heard of a name like Muda? I was like, well, clearly no one at Studio Ghibli is a wrestling fan. Because, <laughs> um, you know, the great Muda. Great one. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's hard for me to, to, to you know, rank this one on a scale right now. Um, I have a feeling I'll be doing a pretty savage watch through of some of these movies uh, yeah. once we get towards the end. Um, of ones that I just I'm I'm not sure where or how much I enjoyed. Like this isn't this isn't bottom of the barrel. No, Ghibli. no, yeah, it's, um, it's definitely not because it's it's fun. It it's the one that feels the most like it 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 feels the most like one of the uh, like one of the the good Disney direct to DVD releases. Yeah, like like it it it's almost at at some points it's almost a little too kid friendly yeah like which which is you know a a break in contrast to you know spirited away and you know those those that have been a little more mature that it's like no this one's definitely targeted for for the for the children yes um which isn't a bad thing um but like when you can feel it that's all that's always the weird the weird one like when you know it's like oh this is definitely a kid's movie yeah, it, it it's like to me this is like the return of Jafar to Aladdin, uh, where it comes yeah. to like to Whisper of the Heart. Where I liked Return of Jafar, I thought it was a good movie. Yeah, it was fun. It was no Aladdin, but it was like it was it's a it's a solid watch. It's it's just it felt like less went into it than than the others uh, than the original, and that's kind of where this one is. They they just wanted to put on a fun little romp um, for kids, and that's what they did. Yeah, like like a lot of my notes, which are are kind of pretty sparse, are all like little fun sight gags and stuff like that. Of like, there's so they have this big party because Haru ends up getting kidnapped by the Cat Kingdom and is taken and is going to marry the prince mm-hmm. and is getting turned into a cat slowly. And then um, the the king brings in all of these entertainers and starts murdering them, just yeah. straight up th- th- murdering. <laughs> like not even not even stretching imagination a little bit. He is he is throwing them out a the, a top story window. Like he is murdering these cats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, and we're and like this is a castle top story yeah. window too. He, like t- to get rid of them, he literally does the. The the finger across the neck motion. Yep. Be like, nope, kill that cat. That that don't like it. Yeah. Like, but uh, kind of very um, very Queen of Hearts, Alice in Wonderland kind of feel. See, and that that was a, another of the parallels of like, yeah, this very much feels like Alice in Wonderland mm. and style, um, and. Like part of that, uh, but but yeah, like I said, some of the some of the stuff was more 
visual sight gags and stuff like that because uh, one of the entertainers was like a, a dagger throwing and the daggers were actually like little squids yep, and like little fish. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cute because it's all cats. Okay. And and there was a weird thing where none of the female cats were wearing tops except for the one he was throwing at and then her top came off and she ran away. Yeah. Um, and it was just like, that's a weird gag to do in this movie. <laughs> yes, but like, did I mention earlier that this felt very kid-like? So it was like the fact that they have that in there. It's like, this feels weird. Um, the the running through the maze scene felt stretched out a little bit. Yeah. Um, it, it was the 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 movie itself felt a little stretched out at times. It felt like they stretched. I mean, the the character development at the beginning wasn't necessarily bad, and and it felt it did feel a little long. It felt like it dragged a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then some of the action sequences at the end also felt like they dragged a little bit, although. Although to their credit, though they like the action never really stopped or, or lulls. I guess that's kind of uh, it's taking away what I just said. But the, the 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 action doesn't really stop. It just doesn't feel like it's going anywhere at the same yeah. time. Um, so- well, and that's the, like like actually in making a, a Miyazaki comparison. Uh, actually, the the maze kind of reminded me a lot of the the kind of finale the the end like chase scene that we kind of get in castle of cagliostro i was thinking that you're going there yes it, it, it does um i would it, probably say the cagliostro one was went a little better yeah and like i think i think just tone wise and mm-hmm. everything like it, that one like that it fit more in Cagliostro than it did here. Yeah. Like this one it's like you almost like oh did we have to have an action scene like couldn't we have just bantered about it for you know five minutes instead. Well it, it also just felt like they kept recycling and doing the same thing. It was it was uh, uh Muda fought people off they ran then Muda fought people off and they ran then Muda fought people off and they ran and boy, did they run! They, there was a lot of running upstairs. Um, yeah. There, it was just it. And then once the running upstairs uh, ended, they all stopped. And then they had a little scene. And then there was more running upstairs. Like it just, it just felt repetitive. Um, uh, so I don't know. It just it, there was, like I said, cute, repetitive. Yeah, like like we said, it this one. Uh, I'd I'd say you you'll probably end up still enjoying the film. Oh yeah, but like like don't go in there expecting, you know, Spirited Away and Princess Mononoke, you know, even even you know in a lighter tone like even Kiki's like it's not that level, yep. you know. Try try your hardest, even though the Baron is present in both, to try to not compare them. Um, compare this with Whisper of the Heart, yep. uh, because it will, you know, savagely get beaten in that comparison. Don't expect the Lion King. Expect Simba's pride. Don't don't expect Cinderella. Expect oh, I don't remember what Cinderella two was called. Oh God, what was it? It was like a twist in. No, that's no, three that's three twist in time. Yeah, God, we did both work in a video store at that. Yes, point we did. In time. 
Um, uh, don't expect the Little Mermaid. Expect the Little Mermaid two, uh, the one about her daughter that had the black hair, and it was named after the daughter with the black hair, and I don't remember what her name was. Yeah, I don't remember. But yeah, it, it's 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 a it's a Disney directed DVD, but was theatrically released sequel. Yeah, you know, like that. That's the tone and the quality that we got from this. But uh. The next movie that we are going to watch has a little bit higher tone and quality, I believe, if it is the uh, one that I'm thinking that it uh, is. It is. It very much is, unless we, we do do we do that bonus episode. In bonus! Um, which we probably won't do the bonus episode in between, but the bonus episode is coming. Don't worry. Yes. There, uh, as, as again, again we are both moving. Akira. <laughs> Will happen soon, but uh, it'll it'll happen as soon as we're both settled. Yeah, that might be a minute, but I, yeah. But uh, no, Howl's Moving Castle will be the next one that we are literally the thing that started this podcast. Yep, the movie that and you still haven't watched podcast. it. I still have not watched it. Uh, I love that movie so much. Like I'm, I'm hoping. I, I, I actually, I feel like, especially given my. Um, my liking of Spirited Away, and that the I didn't hype that one up too much in my head. I feel like I I should be pretty good with Howl's Moving Castle as well. Like I I was worried for a a while that I might hype it up and might have too high of expectations. Oh, don't worry for it. But but I feel like I was similar mindset with Spirited Away. And that ended up living up to expectations. So. Well, luckily, Howl's Moving Castle doesn't get hyped. It stays hyped. Um, and Billy Crystal's in it, so. Ooh, Billy Crystal's in it. Yeah, so that's a plus. And Christian Bale yells at a light guy. Oh, good for a, you. That was like a decade later. God, we're done professionally. And then Tom Cruise yells at a, a guy. Everyone. Lo- uh, yeah, a guy, the, the two people that are standing slightly too close to each other, looking at a at a video screen. Um, I mean, you know, it's fine. It's fine that Tom Cruise did that. Yeah, I just don't like Tom Cruise. That's true. I also find it, it the idea of a of a you know millionaire actor yelling at somebody that's probably getting paid one hundred and fifty bucks a day. Yeah, I mean, there is that. So that also to gets too. gets to me, like you. Know, so, but I mean, he he wasn't wrong. In, no, he wasn't in wrong. that one. He just you can go about it a, a different way. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's either here. That's once again, <laughs> my brain is not on. Uh, not working. Um. So yeah. Next time you see us, we're gonna talk about Godzilla versus King Kong. Oh, um, can we? <laughs> I mean, uh, I love these animated movies, but that's basically an animated movie too. Uh, I mean, Harambe versus the guy Kogeko. Um, Jurassic Express versus Bear Country. Jurassic Express versus Bear Country. Yeah. Um, Curious George versus Littlefoot. Um, I'm getting there. Now you're making me sad because now I'm just thinking of Curious George. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> no, no Littlefoot's. Mom Why doesn't died. he have a tail? <laughs> Uh, but, uh, so yeah, we're, uh, 
you know, shorter episode, but you can see why. I just uh, want to watch all the Don Bluth movies now. Is, we're going to get... The the secret project that we talked about... The Secret of Nim Project? <laughs> we could call it that. The secret of Nim Project. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, honestly, if anybody else wants to review all the Don Bluth movies... You can have that title. I'm I'm okay with it. How dare you? Because <laughs> um, I like like the, the secret of Nim Project. That's fun. I call um, it the Don Parsons Project. That's not taken right. No, that's Alan Parsons Project. Uh, no, this one's Don Parsons. Yeah, no, because it's Don Bluth. Yes, that makes sense. I mean, it doesn't. It has no. I'm. I'm dead. I'm dying. I'm right. going through. My arm is falling off. Yeah, but you're not holding the microphone with that one. Because it's dead. Um. So Shane, do your plugs. Uh, all your other all your other podcasts. Yeah, I got two other podcasts. Uh, we got the Five Star Movie Podcast. Uh, a little behind on posting on that one. Uh, with the it's moving f- and everything. It's fine. I also took two weeks off this one. So. Yep. Yep. So. Uh. So that one's a little bit behind. Um. And then also uh, the Animaniacs, uh, with uh, so one with Gabe, one with Carl. Uh, that also a little behind on that one, but we're still talking uh, My Hero Academia. Uh, the new season of My Hero Academia is starting, but we are still jumping back. We're gonna we're gonna start season two here soon on on the Animaniacs. Yeah, because is is the dub being simul released this year? Or uh, I mean, it is, but it's it's not simul dub. It's it's uh, I think there's a three week. Uh, uh, waiting period okay. for everything to get up, but I it I mean I guess it just depends on when they can get in the studio and get it done. Yeah, I, yeah. Normally true. it's about three weeks. Um, and I watch the dub because especially action animes, it's really hard for me to pay attention. Yeah. Um. Uh. So yeah, check those out. They're both on Spotify, uh, and I think Google Play as well. Um. Yeah. Spot. Yeah. Spotify and and Anchor are the easiest ways. Yeah, and Anchor. Um. Because I'll I'll have the link in the description for, for both of those. Yeah, Anchor uh, Alaska, where we can see Russia from our house. Uh, and then you can uh check out my vlog every single week. Uh, I also took two weeks off of that because life. Uh, has finds, finds a, way. a way. Um, and also life just happens. And I decided it's like eh, I don't feel like like uh, there's there's a lot going on, and I'm turning 35, and I took two weeks off because I needed it. Um, and uh, but yeah, for everything else, just follow me at Knocked Out Films. Yeah, you can follow me on the street. Uh, be good to each other. <laughs>